With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the program. Jules in the chair for Matty White this Friday afternoon. Troy on the text line. Hi, team. I'm a new listener this year and have loved becoming part of the SENQ team. I love the interaction of all your shows afford us, the listeners, and it makes my work day breeze by. I've even won myself a few prizes this year. All the best to the team and fellow listeners at SENQ and the wider SEN family. Here's to all things Queensland in 2024. Go the Broncos. Uh, lovely to have you on board, Troy. Thank you so much. Keep the text coming in 0457. 736-736. Time to catch up with our great friend Jaleesa Raps, not just a Channel 7 reporter, as probably more importantly an SEN reporter. He's on the line right now. Morning, J.A. Good morning, Jules, and good morning and welcome to Troy. Yes, Troy, a special shout-out. We'll cut that and email it to you. There you go. There's a keeper. <laughs> there is a keeper. Now, before we get down to the nitty-gritty of rugby league, uh, Luke Bateman, Bachelor, what's the latest? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I, I watched it first. So, first of all, can I just say, um, if my service is a little patchy, I am in God's country at the moment. So, um, I've Where? taken a couple of days to come back to Moroa. So, Beautiful. Um, in between uh, landmarks at the moment. So, uh, just just apologies in advance for that. But Luke Bateman, okay, I was quite excited for this because I can't say I've watched The Bachelor in the last 10 years. Um, but... Uh, I just thought, well, there's a real lack of rugby league going on at the moment. So this is as close as I can get. Ex-Raider. I actually thought he was pretty good when he was at the Raiders. Unfortunately, he got a bit of an injury. I think it was against the Warriors from memory. Uh, and, um, yeah, he, he ended his career with the Raiders. Um, can I say I much more enjoyed his Raiders career than his <laughs> Because I was thoroughly bored. <laughs> By the end of it, I was just like... Oh, I can't. I don't know how much more of this I can do myself. So I can't say I've watched an episode since. So can't catch you up, Jules. I'm sure Luke, knowing uh, Luke, I've met Luke and spoken to Luke many times. I'm sure he's flying along. Hmm. Look, I'm not one of typecast, J.A., but I'm not sure what you expected of, of rugby league players. Look forward to Sean Fenson's appearance in next season. We'll leave it at that. Uh, what about this manly? Hamala Olakatu, damaging back rower, outstanding player. But eight years, that is a huge commitment. Thoughts? There's not a player in rugby league that I would be giving an eight-year contract to. Mm. And it was nothing against any player in rugby league. It is just so risky. And to have so much money tied up, uh, you know, if they do an ACL or something, uh, which, you know, let's pray to God he doesn't, but, um, or, or if he just form just drops off, you're stuck with nine, I think it's $900,000 a season it works out to for eight years. That is an awful 
lot of your cap that you're spending. And also, like, there are a lot of players on a lot of money at the Sea Eagles too. So I, I think it kind of limits what they can do in, in the years to come. I mean, obviously, daily Cherry Evans, well, his money will drop down, but also hit a retirement not in the distant, too distant future, you would imagine. Um, although the way he was playing last season, he probably could go around for a few more. But, uh, yeah, I, don't, I just am not a fan of eight. There's, I can't think of one player. The closest player that I would get to in rugby league for an eight-year contract would be Nathan Cleary, and I still can't even bring the money there. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If you do it, it's probably for a playmaker like a Nathan. You know, obviously the Titans have signed yeah. Fatsu Malau did 10 years. It's it's a lot of wear and tear on the body. And already, I reckon a lot of the Cowboys faithful are having buyer's remorse when it comes to Tumbalolo's 10-year contract. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's just You're right. If you're going to spend that kind of money, you want it to be on a really good half or a really good fullback. But there's just no one um, for that long of contract. Even, even like, I mean, the money itself is not, um, it's, I don't think the money is too far off $900,000 a season for him. But I just think the, the length of time is just, yeah, yeah, really, I hope it doesn't get the Seagulls into too much trouble. 397 on the text line says that you called me Matt. Now, I missed it. Now, we're going to have to go to the tapes for that one. And if you did, no, I'm going to refer it. to you. No, all right. All right. Well, then I'll refrain from calling you Michelle Bishop until I get confirmation. Uh, there's a the deal. Oh, Kurt, can... Ka- <laughs> Kurt Capewell, <laughs> immediate switch. To... I'm actually very interested now. Okay. Uh, we'll get Tommy to chase it up. Kurt Capewell, immediate switch to the Warriors. Of course, this, this rumour has been swirling around for a while. Uh, they wish they'd made the deal a bit sooner, the Broncos, because apparently he's on all the, the 2024 season calendars, Kurt Capewell. But I think this is a really good buy for the Warriors. Just adds a bit more starch to their pack. Uh, how do you see the Warriors 2024? I know it's a bit early for crystal balling, I suppose, but it gives us something to do in the off-season. But, you know, do you reckon that last year was their year? Can you see them fatigued and coming back? Or, or does he bolster that side and Roger tuabasa Sheck the addition there, to that New Zealand outfit, can they go even deeper? Uh, well, I don't know that Kurt... I mean, I think Kurt Cable's a great addition. I don't think he's um, someone that you're going to say, yeah, finally they can win a premiership. But I liked on his Instagram that um, he already had up the wires in there yesterday. So Good on him. That was pretty cool. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. He wasted no time. Got to update that bio. That's the most important thing. Um, but... I think the Warriors will be really good this season because I think they're going to be... I, can't, I think they've, they've had one of those seasons where it creates hunger and they haven't really... You know, they're not going to lose anyone really crucial there. They're going to have... Uh, Roger Tuovasashek is a great addition and the reason he's also a great addition is because he is a player that is genuinely willing to play everywhere. So you probably think when he's signed, okay, he's going to play fullback, but then Charm Single Cookstar gets just... Um, you know, doing incredible work at fullback there. So I think he's um, he's going to be a really good addition. And I just think some of those teams, you know, I noticed that when I went up to the Newcastle Knights, um, I think it was two weeks ago or maybe three weeks ago, those teams that finished so close but so far from the Premiership, they are just so fired up now. Like the Knights, they all um, beat their time trap. So when they came back, they had all posted TVs. I think other than, like, Adam Elliott, who was interviewed 
suffering a little bit of an injury at the moment, all posted PB. So that's how fit they had kept themselves in the off-season. I don't know how they have the motivation, because all I'd be doing would be eating KFC buckets and enjoying yeah. the fact that I don't have to run around. Well, you do that in the on-season as well, uh, Jaleesa, let's be honest. Uh, on-season, off-season, pre-season, yeah. all the seasons. But uh, apparently they were all meeting up um, and were playing, so I think, um, and were training. So I think all those teams that kind of were around that... Uh, the good end of the top eight, they're all going to be better for it. Yeah. So what are you telling me is that you're doing an early season report of a TTHD training the house down. Hey, uh, Big Bash got underway last night. Uh, good win. Strong start for the Brisbane Heat. But uh, the Magenta men, the Sydney Sixers in action tonight. Steve Smith set to return for the Sixers. And he spoke to our very dear friend Steve O'Keefe ahead of his 13th season. Uh, they keep picking him. They keep asking him back. There's something about left arm finger spinners, although I use the term spinner very loosely, and he'll admit that as well. Uh, I keep doing, um, honestly, every year, I think for the past four years, my the story starts with, well, Steve's back again. Because uh, every single season, he says that he's, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's like, oh, I think this has to be the last year, you know, and then he comes back for one more because he's such a fan favourite Sock. We love Sock. We can't have Sock ever retire. I, in that interview, I'm a little bit disappointed that Nathan Lyon isn't playing because in that interview, he called out Nathan Lyon and he said, you know, we didn't want you or you left. I don't know which one it is, but let's just say we didn't want you and we're going to show you why. So I'm a bit disappointed that Lyon's not actually going to play oh, for the Renegades. For the Renegades here. Yeah. I think Nathan Lyon said, no, they didn't want me. I said, see you later, bye-bye. Yeah, it would have been yeah. a nice little match-up. Like, he's still got, he's got plenty of years to go. Warney played for the Stars in his 40s. Hoggy played till he was about 80, if you recall. So, still plenty of good years left oh, for yeah. Stevie. Yeah, exactly, for Stevie O'Keefe. We'll let you go, J.A. Safe travels. Okay, thank you, Julian. There she is. Uh, good on you, Julissa Apps. We'll have to go to the tapes. 397 says you call your match. She vehemently denies it. Sent a few denials, haven't we, in the media? The past day and a half. Appreciate that, though. 0457 736 736. Uh, great friend on the network, Jaleesa Raps. Morning, Jules. Says one. Great to hear you this morning. Thank you. A couple of points. As a manly tragic, I love the eight-year contract for Big Ole. We need to lock him up long-term. I know it's a bit of money, but DCU most likely retires in two years. Jake, close to 30, also helps that he's our enforcer. At the end of the day, it's all agent-driven playing clubs against each other. Yeah, True. Ole is very, very close to the Fainu brothers at the Tigers and Flano as assistant coach last year. Let's be honest, uh, contracts are contracts really worth anything these days. It's all about age. Well, they are worth something. I don't quite agree with this whole contracts aren't worth the paper they're written on. Well, they are. You sign a contract, you either honour it, or if somebody at the other end wants to break it, well, you pay it out. Now, people are... It seems to me, the trend seems to be that people are getting out of contracts more often these days. But if they do, it's, it's got to be mutual. Got to be mutual. Uh, G'day, Shagger, says Reptile. For Mitchell Johnson, who has admitted that personal issues were part of his uh, article, I asked you to this, can he still have a job in mainstream media like newspapers and should he now just do podcasts? I don't think mainstream media is the place to air dirty laundry. He wouldn't be the first one that's aired dirty laundry in mainstream media. Look, it's okay. Steve Waugh said you've got to have a thick skin. I've got no issue in principle with what Mitchell Johnson's had to say. Just It seemed a touch personal. I thought it was extraordinary the attack on George Bailey. But I wasn't entirely comfortable with George Bailey's response, saying, is he okay? Sort of hinting at mental health. And Mitchell Johnson was affronted by that, said, no, my mental health is fine, thank you very much. 
But then Bailey said, no, no, it's not what I meant at all. I, I just don't like to see this squabbling. It's fine. You know, some players, when they make the transition from the playing arena to the media, initially find it difficult to critique their former players. He's always been a straight shooter. Mitchell Johnson, I spoke to Barat Racing, who does the podcast. We had a chat to Brad on, on Sunday, and he echoed those thoughts. And now in hindsight, he goes, oh, maybe I should have just toned it back a bit. But he was unhappy with a, a personal text that Warner had sent to him. So on and on it goes. It's not the worst thing in the world, but, you know, we can keep things civil. I think that's all we can ask for at the end of the day. One more before the break. Bad deal. Tamalolo, serious knee issues. We'll be lucky to see out another one to two years, says DB. So you, like many others, wary of signing Hamalo Alakautu to eight years. Breaking back with more. Jules in the chair for Matty Wipe this Friday morning.